This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, September 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Bumblebee lawsuit denied. Madeira groundwater plan falls. Robots are coming. And county committees in the crosshairs. Court strikes down Bumblebee lawsuit. California Supreme Court this week denied an appeal by farm groups to take up a case against the California Fish and Game Commission. The Ag Coalition had initially prevailed in its lawsuit concerning a petition to list native bumblebees under fish protections. But an appellate court overturned the ruling, which is now the final decision of a claim. The Supreme Court justices, however, suggested to legislators that some clarification may be in order for extending the California Endangered Species Act to invertebrates. Madeira groundwater plan falls short. The Department of Water Resources yesterday designated four groundwater sustainability plans for the Madeira subbasin as incomplete. The local groundwater agencies have 180 days to revise the plans before resubmitting them to the state for further review. DWR staff cited a lack of coordination across the plans as the top issue with varying sustainability goals in each. The local agencies did not convince the department the plans would prevent further subsistence in the regions. Robotics Conference Weeks Away The FIRA Ag Robotics Forum will take place in Fresno on October 18 through 20. The international conference, known as the FIRA USA, will connect specialty crop growers, ag tech startups, investors, and leaders in workforce development. The sessions will showcase the latest ag tech solutions to farm labor shortages and environmental regulations. The French nonprofit organization, Go Far, established the annual forum in 2016 and has partnered with UC Agriculture and Natural Resources, Western Growers, and the Fresno Merced Future Food Initiative on the event. Trump endangered species rule reinstated by appeals court. The Trump administration's overhaul of Endangered Species Act regulations, welcomed by industry groups but opposed by environmentalists, is back in place following an appeals court decision. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit ruled Wednesday that a district judge who vacated the Trump-era regulations failed to properly evaluate the regulations on their legal merits. In July, U.S. District Judge John Tiger in San Francisco said vacating the challenged rules, quote, would not be inconsistent with any district court authority in the Northern California District. The regulations, among other changes to ESA, prevent the Fish and Wildlife Service from treating species listed as threatened under the law as endangered and altered the circumstances under which federal agencies engage in ESA consultation over the effects of their actions on listed species and their habitat. The American Farm Bureau Federation, which intervened on the side of the federal government to defend the rules, cheered the brief decision, which determined that Tigar did not consider a Supreme Court decision reinstating Trump-era Clean Water Act water quality certification regulations 
when he vacated the ESA rules without fully considering their legal merits. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. USDA's local structure comes under fire. The Biden administration is being pushed to consider dismantling the county committee system that USDA has long relied on to manage farm programs at the local level. The county committees are supposed to ensure local producers have direct input with USDA, but a recommendation approved by the USDA's Equity Commission last night says Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack should study abolishing the county committees and designing, quote, a more equitable alternative for all farmers. The commission was formed to study ways to address discrimination in USDA programs. The recommendation was one of 30 approved for the interim report, which is still being developed, so the wording of the recommendations could still change. The deck is stacked against us, said P.J. Haney, a Virginia farmer and chair of the National Black Growers Council and a member of the commission subcommittee. He said the county committee system, the the county committee, simply has too much power. By the way, the commission agreed to gather more data before making specific recommendations addressing delays in resolving civil rights complaints. The commission is still considering the idea of moving discrimination complaints from the Office of Civil Rights to the department's National Appeals Division. Stab it out. I'll protect climate funding. Some battle lines are starting to form in Washington over the next farm bill. The top Republican on the House Agriculture Committee, Glenn G.T. Thompson of Pennsylvania, suggested this week that he may try to reallocate nearly $20 billion in conservation program funding included in the newly enacted climate law the Inflation Reduction Act. Asked by AgriPulse, Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow talked about Thompson's remark since she may well be positioned in the next Congress to make sure the IRA funding stays intact. She said, quote, it's certainly my intent to fulfill the law as it was passed, she said yesterday. She added, we're going to just move forward with this and assume that the department will use the funds in the way they've been allocated. Thompson said at a House Ag hearing this week that he won't be bound by the IRA allocations. Devoting the funding to address climate change risk, undermining the political support for conservation programs, he said. Now take note, Stabenow said she hopes to have a committee vote next week on a trio of nominees that the panel considered yesterday, including Alexis Taylor, President Biden's pick to be USDA Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Agriculture Affairs. By the way, a freshman member of the House Ag Committee, Kansas Republican Tracy Mann, says it's far too early to know whether there could be additional money available for writing the next farm bill. A better way to fund the bill is to exhaust all opportunities to reallocate funding from unused or outdated programs, he said in an interview for this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. Newsmakers will be available today at AgriPulse.com. Reclamation pushed on long-term drought solutions. Lawmakers from Colorado and New Mexico are urging the Bureau of Reclamation to use $4 billion in IRA funding to incentivize long-term reductions in Colorado River water use. 
The lawmakers say in a letter that the IRA funding should be routed through state, local, and tribal governments to, quote, limit potential speculation or profiteering from those suffering from the consequences of drought. The agency also should consider ways to spend the money on data collection or technology that would reduce water use, the lawmakers say. Well, here's today's She Said It. Your mitigation of protecting some other piece of farmland as trade for one that you're destroying is a contradiction. That Amber McDowell, Sacramento County Farm Bureau Executive Director. McDowell was criticizing the state's Delta Tunnel Plan during a public workshop yesterday. She argued it would destroy Delta Farms in favor of those further south. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, September 23rd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.